So I guess let's uh, just talk about. Let's, let's start with the qualifying form. What is what is your what is your opinion of the overall new format that we've seen? I can't imagine how they could have made it any worse. I think it, it's for sure the worst I've ever seen. I spent all day yesterday trying to figure out is Bobby Unser dumb <laughs> or am, am I seeing a fantasy? Am I what am I seeing? I'm seeing the worst that I've ever seen at this racetrack. I've been coming here a long time. So then I'm asking, who is doing it? Who caused this? There's no people here. Yesterday, you can blame it on the cold weather. You can do whatever you want. But that never changed fans before to a hundred percent degree. Only a, a small degree. I mean, if it's pouring rain, there's going to be a lot of people still here. But it got worse. And today, it's worse than it was yesterday. So, who is doing this? In other words, it's 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 this is only qualifying, only. It used to be a big deal. No, it was a good but it's the worst I've ever seen. And it's made less people come out, not more. It's going to make the TV audience... Nobody understands it. I spent yesterday going around to different places, talking to different people, and say, do you understand this qualifying deal that's happening? The answer was, no, every place. The, driver, the, the drivers themselves don't understand it. No, but I wasn't going to pick on them, because, it's, well, that's their... I can't speak for a driver. That's a different thing. But so I talked to the, the guys that have been coming here for years. I did turn to a lot of the... Sunday Not a lot of them, but some of the sweets. A lot of people have been coming for years. Been a lot of money for those sweets and all. That doesn't make them experts. But they've been coming here a long time. Nobody understood the deal. Nobody even understood the two lanes that was going on. I picked it up down here, and I went over there in my little cart, got over there, and I said. Those guys, they said, no, you got two lanes? I says, well, they said, I don't know, I can't explain it to you. But I says, so far, nobody understands it. Even the drivers didn't understand it. So that means the team owner, the mechanics, the team manager, whomever they have. I mean, what is Derek doing? And we finally derived the fact that it came from Derek. Well, I mean, it can't come from Mark Miles. Damn sure it doesn't come from Doug. There's only one guy next. <laughs> and, and Brian Barnett. Okay? There's the two guys that, that are an issue. Okay? So, both of them should be smarter than this and to do something radical. You know that if they kill all the traditions here, which they're certainly doing, if they kill it all, is it like Robin Miller said a little while ago, maybe it's just going to have to go down like an al alcoholic. We always hear he's got to hit bottom before he'll come back. Does this place really have to do that? I mean, this is, this is a big day. Look, and show me the people. You can almost cut if you take your shoes off, you can almost cover it. It makes me sad, mad, embarrassed. I don't know why they're doing it. 
Do you think that if they would have stuck with the traditional four-day format, one one run for, per car, maximum three attempts per per entry? No, because you now you're coming down to where there's going to be one thing that's going to be a fix. Yeah. No, no, they screwed up a lot of things that got us right to that decision. Mm -hmm. So, no, there isn't one thing like that. There's not enough cars. Yeah. Don't you understand? we got to have... 40, 50, 60 cars here. You gotta have at least 50 drivers, 45 drivers trying to make the race. You can't do it with 32 cars. Somebody's gonna put in another car just to get the last place feet. It's ridiculous. So you can't go back too far on the thing. You gotta realize you've got to cure some things in order to have some cars here. Got to have some race cars. There are none. It's got to quit being a spec car. But see, now we start talking about many things that create this problem that exists, not just the qualifying thing. That just got screwed up recently. And is that is that more of a symptom of the bigger problem? They had to do something, but that's what I'm. That's that's my message. That that, but but, you know, last year there was no crowd. The year before that there wasn't any crowd. But I promise you, there's less this year. Don't care what Mark Miles says. Don't care if he says so in the paper a thousand times. It isn't here. The people aren't here. We can look out and see that. So, so don't tell me I'm blind because I can see. No, no, I'm talking like the Mark Miles. Don't anybody tell me I'm blind because I can see everything is empty. So when I read it, he'll say that. Like he said in the paper I read this morning, 50,000 people on the race the other day. Give me a break. I mean, that may work in, to go to California or to New York, people reading it. But the people that came here know there wasn't there. So that's not even the issue. The issue is everything just keeps getting worse. Now they took what was left of the qualifying deals and made it worse. But made it worse than a large. To to start turning that boat around, what do you feel is important to really, you know, get that moving well, back? Well, I did a speech last night that was the same question. They're, they're, you and they are looking for one simple answer, and there is no. There is no. There is no one thing. But don't keep doing bad things. Try to do some positive things. Like like now they have talked to the racing spectators. NASCAR's done it. I don't want it. I'm so sick and tired of thinking that we're copying NASCAR or Formula One, like the standing start. This is stupidity. IndyCar used to be the biggest and the best. Now they're copying something that is known to be wrong. This is America. And so, spec cars. Now you asked for... That's where I was going. Now you, want to, you yeah. want to get to something that's going to be a starting place. Spec cars. I mean, the guys that I talked to last night, some of them were Delara. And no disrespect, I, I told Delara people last night in my little talk, I wish that I was still racing. I was the only one that had a Delara. 
but not everybody have an identical car, just pay jobs different. No good. It's killing it. And so I said the, the answer to that one, you guys make good stuff, good tub, carbon fiber, good. They call it a safety cell because Brian Barnhart liked the name. Doesn't sound sounds different, kind of like politicians do. Put a different name on it, different. So it's a tub. So I, I, my statement was, use the tub. Use the suspension pieces. And, and everything else is open, except you have rules. And only certain wheelbase, typically what they had, take 20 years ago. And, and have that, but, but have the, the tub is a safety deal, really safety. And they do a great job with that. They do it better yeah. than a great yeah. job. Yeah. But it'll fit anything. And then let, okay, so they say, well, the little guy can't keep up. Well, how did he keep up? Before, we used to have 60 and 70 cars here. Yeah. How did they keep up? See what I'm getting at there? There, there. So, so the move toward these aerobics. Somebody would manufacture them. Okay, hang on that just a second. There would be a Dan Gurney. There would be a Lola car. There would be a McLaren. There would be somebody. And a whole bunch of them would start manufacturing cars. Okay, so you'd buy. A dirty. He'd buy a McLaren. I'd buy something else, maybe a March. You see what I'm getting at? Now we've cured that problem. Okay? My my deal works better than yours. But the cars are hard to drive. That's the next thing. Why is it that, that, that they can somebody? Got to come down to Derek Walker. Why is it you can take any race driver that has enough money to get here? Or a couple, few of them that are really good drivers get hired. They just get the car and go wide open. Look at the friggin' things. They're all wide open. There's no, there's no talent involved. They don't shift gears anymore. They don't push a clutch anymore. That's all got to end. That's part of my talk last night too. But but you see now when we start talking. We go from one fix to another, or right. one problem to another. You get where I'm going? It isn't one thing. But the one thing they've got to stop is the changing the traditions. If you talk about Indianapolis, you've got to stop changing the traditions. That's all they have anymore. So they need to stop changing them and then build on it. Now, believe me, the people that own this place can dictate anything they want. Tony George did it, but he did it wrong. <laughs> well, you know that as well as I do. It's not anything secret. Brian Barnhart, ah, they just wrecked our racing. But by the same token, it could be fixed. So when they do their fan, when they do their studies, they found out the fans don't like spec cars. They want a car to be different. And, and NASCAR did studies. Hate to use that again. But they found out the same thing. The people, the fans, don't like spec cars in NASCAR. They don't like spec cars here. But Tony George did, so he, he does contracts. It's really Barnhart. And, and did it for some ungodly amount of years. It's not Delara's fault. They only got what they were told to do. Well, to that end, let's go back if you want to talk. 
20 years ago, you go to the early 90s, you had you had a lot of diversity. You had Penske building cars. You had uh, many, many, Mar- could Mar- be any manufacturer. Yeah, March was getting out, but Lola was still great. Radar was there. But at the same time, you had, if you weren't with Penske or Newman Haas, you really didn't have a whole lot of chance of winning. I mean, and you might you might come here and you might you might finish tenth, but you might be six laps down finishing tenth. Okay, are, now we're down. Are, are we, now are we're, we okay now we're, with that again? Now, now we're down to pack racing. See, that's where you went. You went right there. So Brian no. Barnhart says, "I'm going to make it where everybody runs the same speed, and I'm going to put the cars all close together." In a suicide deal and not fun for the spectators. They didn't like it. So why is it that I told you that the that the studies, the mass amount of them that have been done, mm-hmm. all said they don't like spec car racing. They don't like pack racing. The word came up. Who started it? I don't know. Right. But pack racing means everybody's running the same speed. I mean, a pretty girl was became famous because she could get well they they were drafting into the pack and I'm not knocking her or trying to raise her up she can't hack it she ain't gonna win in NASCAR okay she wouldn't win over here if you get rid of the pack racing and the spec cars but but now we're talking about there's so many changes that need to be made how can you just say one thing it's impossible mm-hmm. when, when you start looking at that though do is the American race fan still out there? That, that's a question that a lot of people have asked. Is the race fan still out there? Is, is the car culture in America still exist? Yeah, where don't, they, don't ever think that that's wrong. No, yeah. absolutely. Now let, me, now let me get into that. I got into that last night, too. You should have gone to the deal last night. I would have loved that. I'd have cured all this for him. Bob Young's his opinion anyway. But at any rate, let's just take those years you talked about. Let's take a Foyt and a Parnelli and, and the Unsers and, and McCluskey and Branson and take some guys that were, okay, let's just use those names as a starting point, okay? Every one of those guys that I've talked about, including myself, ran all over the United States. They ran a midget race, a sprint car race. Dirt cars, or champ dirt cars, sports cars, little bit of stock cars, all over the United States. And so I created this. So now we got to narrow it down because we don't want to just talk about a hundred guys. <laughs> Let's talk about one person, or Parnelli, or Foyt. They created fans as they went from this little midget race to that sprint car race to that stock car race, all over the United States. They created fans. Created fans. Those fans stayed with them, probably, okay? And, and it all ended up here. This is where it all went. Like, this is the big drain. It's all the water has to run here mm-hmm. in motor racing. Theoretically, that's the way it was at one time. It was ahead of, this place was ahead of NASCAR, ahead of Formula One, ahead of anything you ever want to talk about. You know, for a long time, did you know that drag racing back then used to be second? I don't know if you know that or not, but that was a fact, okay? We didn't know it as <laughs> racers, but that's the way it was. So I brought people back. Foyt brought people back because they wanted to be here, because they're looking out for their favorite driver. It's a Parnelli, it's a Foyt, it's the answer, it's Andretti. See what I mean? Yeah. They came. Now, how many does, does Kanan bring back? How many does any of the guys get a list? Yeah. How many, how many fans do they bring? 
Right. They all come from another nation. Good people. They're good drivers. But they don't bring anything to the table. Right. See, just just look at these. Well, well let me let me let me counter that argument just for a moment, if I sure. can, because I've heard this for years. Robin Miller loves to beat this drum that you know, let's get the dirt guys back in it, and I love that idea. I think Ed Carpenter has obviously shown that a dirt guy can wheel the wheel the hell off a car. But the problem is, you, what's going on at the short tracks now? Short tracks are closing down every week. You know, you're losing the county fairgrounds. You're losing. You know, Terre Haute Action Track can barely keep open. You know, the the Hoosier Hundred might sell a couple thousand tickets. Springfield, I go, to, I go to Springfield for the on silver. That, on that answer, there's just too many theories. I mean, my nephew, little Al, is is got some little car. I don't know what the heck you would call it, but but he was off running it with his kid. He's up in Oregon or someplace a little while while back, running a a 12-hour race. I don't even know what it was, but my answer to that was racing became so popular everybody started their own theories mm -hmm. too many theories you know you could be a, a rich guy and you'd get mad at some organization say oh the hell with it I'm just going to start my own series oh wait a minute that sounds familiar but, but it's the <laughs> truth though isn't it I mean that's what they did so now instead of having three or four good series or five or six get twenty now that split things up too bad, mm -hmm. and they're all going to go broke. Yeah. Little Al, for example, is in. It won't happen, but he's in the process as we're sitting here now of doing another one. A couple of old guys has bins are in Albuquerque, trying to design another little car, another series. No. That's that's the other deal. See, it no matter how much you talk, the stuff keeps coming up like that. Is there enough people? Would they support racing? Of course they would. NASCAR's proven it. We don't need to wonder about it. It proved it. Okay? Yeah. To that end, you came up. You know, you raced. You raced USAC. All the big guys raced USAC for, you know, since Tony Holman started in 1955. Mm -hmm. Is USAC still relevant on a national stage? No, but they should and could. Okay, I'd give them the same speech. Wouldn't I? I mean, some of them are good friends. I've kind of gotten over being mad at them. Well, it took a few years, but that's all right. <laughs> but, but come on. I mean, I, I, I felt like I should be mad at them. But, but after a while, I give up and I say, come on. Now they're my friends. Cause we're all in racing together. It's okay to have a fight. It's okay to have disagreements. I mean... Stuff I don't like is like Alio is going to get fined or reprimanded really bad for saying something on that what Facebook or whatever it is, Twitter. I mean, come on, it's a free country. Right. Our Second Amendment doesn't allow that to happen. Time for him to get a big time attorney and nail him. You know, seriously, that goes well, the other way. You of all people know to know we don't need attorneys in racing at this point. No, but it's time for time for the driver to say, hey. This is America. This is the United States. Right. Right. You can't take my rights away. Yeah. When, you, when you're here under their care, under their jurisdiction, that's one thing. But don't tell me when I leave here what I can tell my wife or what I can tell my family or what I can tell you if we're down at the bar. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Twitter's the same. Who, whatever that, I don't get into that oh, stuff. You don't have a Twitter account. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me mad when somebody tells me I couldn't say something in there. Yeah. Okay? Right. 
you br- you brought up a little bit ago the the guys that used to drive anything. You said you drive and then you drive a championship car, a sprint car, a road car, a NASCAR, a drag racer. What's your opinion of Kurt Busch then? Because he truly seems to be the racer's racer of this. Well, but naturally, he, he's, he's my hero right now, yeah. for sure. I admire the guy for having the huevos to step up and, and try something like this. He has really, the chances of him winning the first year is not really good. There's a hell of a lot of good race drivers here. You know, we may have a lot of bitches about the cars and breaking traditions and all these things we've talked about. But the guy's a good race driver, but the chances of, of him winning the first year is not very good. He doesn't know how the system even works yet. But look at what he's done so far. So my hat's off to him. I admire the guy. I mean, I really respect him. It's a good race driver. But, you know, he doesn't just drive. He, he's not the kind of guy that would be Mr. Goody Goody Two Shoes and just say, oh, I can only run stock cars. Right. I reckon that guy, like... My biggest hero today would be Tony Stewart. And, and, it's, and it's not because he's a buddy that we run around together or we drink together. He's a real race driver. If, if, it, if, it's, if it makes noise, he wants to drive it. He really likes racing. Yeah. So, you know, I suggested like last year as a test one time, the little play thing that I was doing with a couple of drivers, mm-hmm. suggested that we take the silver crown. It's, it was in junk with USAC, right? Not doing so well. So I said, let's take Silver Crown. Get USAC. Get a good name. Bring it back into the fold. Silver Crown, make it part of this and make it be a points deal to win the championship. In other words, part of the IndyCar series like it used to be. And, and when the two guys first heard it, they liked the idea in front of the press. The next day, when I'm Walsh over to him and he says, yeah, I thought that over. He says, that's too much. Car owners don't want to have another car, another type of a car, this and the other. They don't want to get dirty. Bottom line is, they don't like to get blisters on their hands. They want to be specialists. So therefore, they're not going to become famous. Right. Now, now we're, aren't we coming somewhere in this conversation? I see where you're going. I we see went you're right going. around, okay? There's nobody up here to know them. So they're all specialists. Now they're good, and they go fast. And if we made the cars harder to drive, there's probably, today, we've got a good group. So probably the majority of them would, would bite their lip and say, well, I'm just going to have to get up, start shifting the gears again, and working the clutch again, and maybe I'm going to have to start doing something instead of sitting there letting computers do everything. Maybe they're going to have to go to bed at night and let their subconscious mind start working a little bit. Well, I'm serious about that. I mean, I always did that. And I wasn't the only guy that did it. Come on, if you think Mario didn't do it, if you think my brother didn't do it, if you think that Foyt didn't do it. You know, I, I remember I was talking to Rick Mears a couple years ago. He was you know, my, my hero growing up. Mm-hmm. And I remember he told me when he knew it was time for him to be done, uh, it may have been when he had the big crash in 92 here. And he said he came back the next day, and uh, he went to his, his his crew chief at the time and said, okay, what's going on and what's the plan? And he realized that when he got back to the track the next morning, it was the first time he thought about it. And he said every night before that, as I was a racer, I never waited till the next morning. It was always constant in my mind. It was the night before. And when I woke up that morning and realized I hadn't thought about it, 
that's when I realized that myself Bad as a time. racer, yeah. it was time to let it go. Well, you know, and, and you, you look at mirrors. Uh, I mean, the guy ran off road racing. And, and, and I know he did it because I ran his brother's car as my teammate against him. Run the crap out of him. Dirty, blisters, work hard, blisters on your back, everything. And, and he's a racer. But we don't have it now. And it's not their fault. It's, it's, it's the rules makers. It's the bosses. And I don't mean the owners. I'm talking about the organization called IndyCar. It comes from this track. Somebody's got to be the leader. If you have an army, you've got to have a general that's going to lead. Otherwise, you're not going to do any good in your wars. Right. Well, this is no different. A good business, you've got to have a real leader. You've got to have somebody that says, not just a guy like, like Mark Miles, I guess. He doesn't know what a race car is. But apparently he's good at, at business. Well, that ain't going to just hack it. We're selling racing to the public. Right. We want an ABC show to have high ratings. We've got to have some reason that the people like. So now we're back to what we started talking about, which could go on till tomorrow morning. <laughs> you, you ask a question, i got a lot of ideas. But somebody's going to have to do it or it's going to fail. Do you have confidence that Derek Walker could be that person? As I thought he was. You thought he was. I thought he was, but I am so disappointed in him right now, I cannot believe it. He's the one. Now, he may have had somebody came from above him that really forced him into this stuff, but he's getting the blame for it regardless. And I don't think anybody could force Derek. I know Derek. Mm -hmm. and, and, but why does he come up with this stupid qualifying thing? And you can't tell me that the people like it, because show me some people. If it was so good yesterday, for example, in, in the whole system, as it evolved, nobody understands it, including a lot of the drivers, then, then why was it successful? And, and if it was so good, there'd be a lot of people here today. Somebody tell their neighbor, somebody to come out here. And there's way less today than there even was yesterday. I'm just telling you, bottom line is it's a guarantee. It won't work, it isn't working, and it's going to get worse. Do you feel that the, the stated goal of getting back toward track records here, is that something that may bring bring people back or pique the interest of people? No, I don't think track records have anything to do with it. Lord only knows I've said a lot of them. But that's not... I may have thought in our heyday track records were important then, but they aren't important now. Once we passed that 200, it just kind of went away. I mean, Ari Leyendijk was the fastest around here than any human being's ever done. Nobody knows it, nobody cares. Unfortunately, and and that isn't going to be the answer. Two hundred was the magic deal. That went away a long time ago. Now they just need good racing. They need heroes, and they have a reason. Every computer ought to be gone. Get the computers out of here. Get them out of the pits. No more guys standing around looking at the computer, talking to the engine. I mean, get it gone. Let's go back and do racing. Take the automatic shifts out. Take the take the automatic clutches out. Get rid of all of that stuff. That the, what the, can't the drivers shift? Or they if they get paid as much money as they get, they can't shift. They can't work a clutch. <laughs> I mean that's not right. 
It just doesn't make sense. When I go to my house in Colorado, I got a friggin' pickup truck. It's got a clutch. I got a gear shift, and I enjoy it. I don't have to have an automatic. Well, these guys—they are highly high-paid athletes. They don't need all that stuff. It's going the wrong way. Going the wrong way, and they're losing the fans while they're doing it. But you think it can get back? Well, it could, but I'm afraid. You know, like, guys, I really respect a lot. Morning said he thinks he's going to have to go to the bottom and crash. How much further is the bottom? Is the question. Well, it's when they start selling this place, when it goes up for sale. Yeah, that's the bottom. Because don't tell me if if somebody bought this place, I'm not saying they're going to have it up for sale right away, but it's going to happen if it keeps going this way. You don't put some butts in them seats. It's gonna happen. Right. And, and, and if, if that happens, you wouldn't think that the next guy would come along and look at this and say, "Oh, I'm gonna copy that." No. No. Anybody? No. Whoever would become the next boss or, or somebody that's gonna to try to straighten out this mess, they're not. They're not going to. Not going to do it. I mean, why would they do the same thing? There's no people here. Television ratings are so low. Sometimes they don't have a rating. They can't figure them out. Right. It's got to stop. Yeah, that, that brings up one more thing. I was going to let you go, and I got one more question. Then, <laughs> you know, through the through the '80s, through the first half of the '90s, the 500 was separate from the championship trail. You had Cart running the championship trail. You had USAC running running the 500, and those rules didn't always agree. USAC said, you know what, this is my big playground and I'm going to make the rules. And you know what, Cart, if you want to play by them on your series, that's fine. That's where, now that's where the big division happened, right, though, right. from what you're talking right. about. Now you get back to the whole white paper and where Cart split from USAC and all that. But what that did allow was a separate set of technical provisions for the 500. And that's how things like the Buick and the Stockbox and John Menard and, and, and Michael Greenfield, and you know, you could come and run a, a three-year-old chassis with a, a Buick that probably wasn't going to last for the race, but you were going to make the race. Now, as it's all wrapped up into one, and IndyCar and the 500 are more or less one entity, one dependent so highly upon the other, is is that the Achilles heel of this whole thing? Can't that's that's another one of them. There's, remember, I said many things. Certainly, <laughs> in my opinion, that's one. Okay, the 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 Indianapolis Speedway. If it it went right on the rules and everything, get rid of IRL, what we call IRL. It's IndyCar now, mm-hmm. but you and I know it. It was IRL. So let's just for talking sake. Get rid of that. Let the Speedway just fantasize. Fire everything that's out there. They ain't going to run any of those tracks as far as the Speedway is concerned. Let USAC do it. Let SCCA do it. Let somebody do it. Sell championship teams, the, the, the business, to somebody else. Get it out of here. And then get somebody to write their rules up for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And open it up now. Any engine manufacturer. See, now we're getting into all the other stuff now. Remember, it just keeps going. Doesn't just stop. Any engine manufacturer. If it's 158 cubic inches, that's the rules. 
not that you got to have six cylinders or you only have two or four or eight or twelve. None of that. It's open. Chevy went around. Toyota, Honda, whoever wants to run. Bring them over from England. I don't care where you go. It's an open deal. It creates money. It creates sponsors. It creates a reason to be again. So that's the answer to a lot of that stuff. Same way with chassis manufacturers. Now, I think we're totally lucky to have a Delar. In back again, the tub. But not the wings and everything. No. Every car. Show me one that looks different. I'm telling you, there's not. it's illegal to have a washer different from the car. Well, it is. No, no. Foyt, last year, Tried to find him ten thousand bucks, and he loaded up his car. I'd love to be the guy that had to tell him that he was fine for that. Well, but I mean, <laughs> Randy, Randy screwed up a lot on a lot of things. He allowed Brian Barnhart to run away with it. In other words, he became the judge, the jury, and the whole ball of wax. Not, not right. But, but nonetheless. Indianapolis Motor Speedway doesn't need a series. Let somebody else have the series. Create different things. But when you come to Indianapolis, boys, here's the rule book. And instead of being that thick, it's a little old bitty thin rule book. We want innovation. That's what would make this place or help make it again. Some of the problems. You can't have every car, every engine, everything the same. Can't do it. Not good. And it will never work. You remember Formula Fords and SCCA? Did you follow racing that much? Not at that level, I didn't. Okay, nice little race cars. And, and there was probably thousands of them around the country. But it was all for amateurs. But they were all the same. But they did allow you to have different chassis. But they all ran the same speed. I know I used to run one for Rick Gallus on the side out of my shop. And, and, and nobody ever went to see it. Nobody. The family, and that's it. There was no spectators, ever. SCCA did, okay? But when SCCA ran the Trans Am, a lot of people came. But not for the Formula Fords. It was a spec series. And it was the participants, little playhouse. And that's it. And, and that's what this has become, you see? If you understood the Formula Ford, you know what I'm saying. It's like go karts running, everybody's got to run the, the Yami engines, the Yamaha engines. Okay? I mean, that's what all of our kids came up through. And they're literally the same. Okay, you got different manufacturers, but, but it's all basically the same. And nobody comes to see it. And that's what's got to go away. You can't have the spec series. And I'm back again. All the studies, believe me, a lot of the sponsor companies did studies too, say fans don't like the spec series. They don't like it. They won't attend it. They won't support it. Well, that's what we've got. That's where we are. And then on top of that, again, we're losing the traditions at the Speedway. The Speedway doesn't need an organization running on the side. Let USAC do it. Help them do it. I mean, whoever it is, could be SCCA, could be any, could be a new entity. Help them do it. But 
let this place stand on its own. Invite cars from all over the world. Bring them on. England, Germany, France, drivers from there. But, but if you went back to something like that, you'd really have some American drivers again. Wouldn't that be nice in the United States? People don't buy the foreign contingent. They just don't do it. You can't. Elio becomes famous because he danced. <laughs> but I'm, and we all like him. I mean, he's, he's a good race driver and a good person. But that ain't going to hack it. Unfortunately, he, he, his, his, his exit is a foreigner. And, and the fans, you can't force them to go to a race. Right. You have to make them want to come to a race. So we need some Americans. But we all keep going to those little things that I could keep going about. Mm. We fix this, it'll fix that one, fix that one, it'll fix that one. Got to do it that way. Got to start somewhere. Can't, that's right. Start it somewhere. can't be just one item is the message. Right. Well, Bobby, thanks so much. I'll let you get going. I've taken I know I've much of your time. too long when you started on the. Well, hey, you know what? We could sit here all day, but I know you got <laughs> I know. places to be. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I really do appreciate it. it. Yeah.